The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi, hi, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and you have arrived at the Visual Workplace. I am your host on this, our weekly radio show, about, about what? About letting the workplace speak. About embedding the intelligence of our operational system into the living landscape of work through visual devices, visual mini-system, visual macro-systems. How to install that language is one of the questions that this show answers. We're now going into our fifth year. We're very proud of that. And we've enjoyed sharing everything that we know with you. And you've come back to us with thanks and also with application. You send us your pictures. You send us your questions. We appreciate the relationship. And even if we are not as excellent as we know we will be, this language of visuality allows us to see our current level concretely and very specifically by embedding those, by using those visual devices to capture our thinking. And then we can literally see how we think. And if you're new to the show, think about the roadways and think about how the roadways speak to us by intention, by design, because we embedded information into it, not just not just the signs that say slow down, speed limit is 65 miles an hour or around here in Oregon, 55 miles an hour, but also the embedded information, the getting you to slow down even if you forgot speed bumps. That's information embedded into the living landscape of roads and highways. You just take those principles, you bring them into the workplace, you have a workplace that speaks, you have a partner in your journey to operational excellence. And the outcome, the outcomes are many. Bottom line benefits. We often see a 15% increase in throughput, in productivity and throughput. Improved safety, better quality, aligned delivery time, shrinking costs, certainly, in so many ways. And a splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels, including CEOs and GMs and marketing and field reps. (laughs) And we enjoy ourselves personally. We enjoy ourselves along the way. We enjoy ourselves at work. The enterprise becomes increasingly conscious, fluid, self-aware, if you want to say, and we become connected. We, can, we become connected with the corporate intent, but also with our fellows, our co-employees, our colleagues, and with ourselves. Hmm? It's a very fulsome experience, the visual workplace is. So welcome. I'm really glad you joined us. Let the workplace speak, as I like to say. 
a few quick announcements and then we'll jump into our continuing drama of low volume, high complexity. There was a terrible typo which we just caught in the blurb or the um, flyer that went out that said low volume, let's see, it said high volume, low complexity. That's automotive. But low volume, high complexity is complexity, lots of parts, lots of complication adhering to a single outcome and things move very slowly by design, but actually because of the constraints. So that was a typo. We're fixing it now. I hope you don't think this is going to be about automotive because I will tell you that in high volume, low complexity, you can get a lot of speed. You can pick up a lot of speed. And we have very, very mature models. But we're going to the opposite end of the spectrum. And we will in a moment. Please let me just announce some things. Our next live webinar is on July 10th. That's a Friday. It is uh, 5S on steroids. Hooray. We, we love that topic. And please register on our website, visualworkplace.com. If you can't make it, look for the rerun. It'll be available within a few weeks. It'll be reasonably priced, affordable, and with full navigation. On August 14th, we will have the last in our summer series, which is a visual conversion case study of Lockheed Martin, the aerospace giant. I had the pleasure and honor of working with this group when they were challenging for the Joint Strike Fighter. So you can check up check up the uh, check out the write up. I beg your pardon. You can check out the write up on our website and register there, visualworkplace.com. And I have something really amazing to tell you. This just happened two days ago, less than forty eight hours. And it lasts. It's an opportunity that lasts only until midnight on July the fourth. Our complete work that makes sense, operator led e-learning system is on sale just until midnight on July the 4th, 12 excellent modules of training narrated by me, the exact same materials I use with my on-site clients only on their feet, on demand, and very, very affordable. The package is full of all kinds of extra bonuses and pluses. There are three additional management behind-the-scenes webinars, e-learning modules. Usually that costs $5,500 and until midnight on July 4th, it's $3,850. I mean, this is a wowzer. It's a 30% discount. Cindy Linden, our VP of Marketing and Communication, decided to do this just two days ago and I love it because we want as many of you to get this material as possible so you can let the workplace speak through operators. And actually, we'll be talking about that later as we talk about implementing in a, in a low volume, high, complex, high complexity environment. We target highest quality. We work really hard. We have an excellent technical team headed by Horatio Fairburn. Excellent so highest quality, excellent affordability, fully navigable. Last year, the same system, but inferior, greatly inferior, sold at $14,000. But we made the improvements. We lowered the price. That was a good combination. It got better and the price got lower. It's because of what we discovered in making it better. That's the way it should be. And for the next 10 days, it is at rock bottom. So please think about this. If you've been waiting for it, the time is now. It's about 10 days. 
go to our website, visualworkplace.com, put in the discount code FIREWORKS, and the system is yours for 12 months. Payment plans are also right there if you want them. So please call, just call Cindy, Cindy Linden, and she will help you, and she will help you if you've got questions or just go on the website. And one other thing, moving on to one other announcement. The question has come up again, do we do on-site seminars and briefing and briefings in workplace visuality? Absolutely. And in visual leadership and clinics on 5S. And how do you implement in a low volume, high complexity environment? How do you build that platform? So just call Cindy and she will help you schedule us on site 503-233-1784. 503-233-1784 or email us at radio at visualworkplace.com radio at visualworkplace.com let the workplace speak now let's begin today we continue today our discussion on implementing transformation in a low volume high mix environment we are going to look at implementing visual and implementing lean I want to do a recap because I know we have some new listeners today. They were in touch. So let me just frame, recap what we've been discussing from last week. What is more important? What is the difference between visual and lean? And which is which do you start with? Which do you start with first? The answer I've prepared for you based on my almost 33 years of experience in this field, is to begin with the visual workplace in a low-volume, high-mixed environment. And this week I'm going to walk through how you do that, how you implement visuality in high-volume, low-mix. But first let me quote the uh, uh, from the... Um, from the issue of our Visual Thinker newsletter from last week. It's a good article and you can find it on our website on the newsletter page. It's part of a series I started about a month ago called Lean Alone is Not a Lot. I beg your pardon. Called Lean Alone is Not Enough. The premise was and is lean cannot do all the changes that need to be tackled in a company in pursuit of operational excellence. It can do a lot, but not everything. And the part that lean cannot do is very important. And if you don't know that, you'll skip it. The part that lean cannot do is equal to lean's contribution, but different. And visual is designed to address that difference. So there are two questions to ask. The first is, what is the big difference between visual and lean? And the second is, I think even more important, why is the answer important? What is the difference between visual and lean? And what's the big deal? Why is the answer so important? Okay, so I'm going to make some points. What I'm going to do in making this summary is tackle the what and the why. We get to the how when we talk about how do you implement the change. And that's what the show is mostly about. So please allow me this recap. The core difference between visuality, workplace visuality, and lean 
lean manufacturing or lean operations if you're working in a hospital, is the medium, the operational dimension each one of these targets. Visual pursues information and embeds information. And as a result, you get adherence as an outcome. Effectively implemented, the result of visuality is stability. And that stability creates reliability and repeatability, even, this is odd, even in a low-volume high mix, repeatability, when, you know, it's low volume. And those three things, stability, reliability, and repeatability, is a straight arrow shot to what you, what you want, sustainability. And I rush to add that visuality produces stability in low-volume, high-mixed. In fact, especially there. Lean, on the other hand, targets pull along the critical path. Lean, therefore, targets time and its corollary speed. The combination of visual and lean, embedded information and embedded time, provides the enterprise with the powerful platform it needs and wants for growth. Because visual and lean are both reduction strategies, in combination they are a powerhouse, what I call the visual lean alliance. However, you have to think about how to implement them. Knowing why and how visual and lean are different allows us to use each effectively and slightly differently, mostly has to do with sequencing. Lean cannot produce success in certain work settings where visuality can. The premier case in point, again, is low volume, high complexity. On the extreme end of that, we will see the ultra high complexity of a NASA rocket build. More reachably, towards the other end, we see the overhaul and repair environment such as Parker Hannafin, or at the military depots that support our war effort. <clears throat> Their job, repair, refurbish, and upgrade used and often damaged war equipment, so it can be redeployed. This is the ultimate in recycling. Compo components, therefore, flow out instead of in. But we will pick up more on this after our first break. We're going into it right now, and I will be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you the business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you're listening to the visual workplace work that makes sense with dr gwendolyn galsworth if you have a question or comment about today's program please call 1-866- 472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. Welcome to the second part of our show today at the Visual Workplace. I am glad you are joining us. To continue our discussion about the slow-mo, the slow-motion environment, low-volume, high-mix, how do you implement there? And which do you implement first? Visual or lean? Lean or visual? Oh dear, what to do? And does lean, is lean enough all by itself? Why bother with two when we can just do one and get a good result? Well, you know, actually it's the wrong thinking because we have to look at the environment itself. The slow-mo, that's just a word that I call it, <laughs> the slow-mo environment, this would make... Taichi Ono just turn over in his grave. The slow-mo environment, low volume, high mixed, means it's, for example, it can be a company like Brandt Engineering in Canada that has heavily engineered, large, customized specialty equipment. It takes two years to make the darn thing. How do you create pull in that kind of environment? What you need to look at is there is no time. Time doesn't just disappear in high-complexity environments. It becomes the enemy. Lean, therefore, is not an option because lean is time-based. It is about embedding time. Visuality is the choice, and I say the only choice. The only choice to begin. Once you clear, once you create flow through visuality, and you will, An effective implementation of visuality will create flow. You can look at lean and pull in certain elements and to a very, very good benefit. But this is, the question is, where do we begin and what is our highest level of effectiveness? The depot, as mentioned last week and this week, is of special interest because of its importance in military operations and because it has the added constraint of a lot of documentation. A lot of documentation paperwork is required. And we'll focus on it when we get to the how part. I'm still in my summary, believe it or not. I would ask you to think about the parts of your organization that has less speed. If you're not a military depot, don't discount this discussion you still have a choice to make. If you have a tool room, a maintenance room, the dock, even the corners of your warehouse and storage, 
you may not have a complete system that is high mix, low volume, but most companies have some. And if you've attempted to implement lean there, embedded time, focus on speed, focus on pull along the critical path, you know that these corners are highly resistant to lean principles. And you tear your hair out. You say, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with us that we can't make this happen? It happens everywhere. Lean is the leading technology for continuous improvement, strategic improvement, the war on waste. Well, you're wrong. It is not. It is one of the leading. Its counterpart is visual. And it's there because in environments where there is no time, when time is the enemy, you can be sure there is a lot of information. And that information is usually missing. There is a need for information. When I speak of lean principles, I do not mean to encourage you to include the broad and diluted principle of continuous improvement. That is like saying your health depends on oxygen. Yes, but that's not the right question. If we discuss health on the topmost, broadest level, we cannot access the more granular levels of causality. If we take fresh air as the cause of health, and that's all we look at, we are likely to die of something else. We won't die of air deprivation because our mind is on that. Continuous improvement, I'll say more about this in a little while. Continuous improvement, of course, is very important. But it is a broad, broad bucket label. So if you accept my premise that lean targets time, the pursuit of operational excellence through lean faces an immediate challenge in low-volume, high-mix work settings. Time moves slowly there, slow-mo. Therefore, it moves too slowly for time to be used as an improvement lever. The heart of lean. Pull along the critical path is all but undefinable in complex, low-volume workplaces. Granted, you can apply some lean elements, traditional 5S, the pull of commodity parts, scheduling boards, oops, we're already into visuality, and some standard work. But you can never achieve the speed that lean promises and requires. Why? Because time is not an improvement ally in that environment. It is, in the slow-mo setting, an enemy. Even reliability is elusive. The short of is, is lean is not a good starting point in those work venues. By contrast, visuality is. The absence of time as a lever is not a problem for the visual workplace, the technologies of the visual workplace, because visuality is not linked with time to achieve its outcomes. Visuality links with information. For example, the minutia of customer specifications, the detail of your SOPs, your standard operating procedures, the telling specifics of the transactional landscape, purchase order, scheduling, location, material movement, placement. In other words, the informational landscape of performance. When the information in the performance landscape is accurate, complete, and timely, flow happens. And remember, 
Taiichi Ono stipulated. He was a co-architect of the Toyota production system. His great colleague was Shigeo Shingo, my mentor and my sensei. And Ono said this. He stipulated, flow where you can, pull where you must. Flow where you can. That is our first outcome. Pull where you must because of other constraints in the environment. Flow trumps pull every time. Flow can happen through an effective implementation of workplace visuality, even when pull cannot. But flow cannot happen without information sharing that is visual. The visual where, the visual what, the visual who, the visual when, the visual how many, and the visual how. Let the workplace speak. This is all written out in my article in the Visual Thinker newsletter on May the 13th. It's on the six core questions. It will give you a taste. There is a required partnership between the informational landscape and the physical landscape. They are natural and needed partners. Further, Lean, with standard work as an organizer, does do a remarkable job in identifying and shrinking flow distance and flow time, the value stream. But if that information is not physically embedded, the stream unravels. In fact, without the logic of visuality, the embeddedness, the stream of, I should say, the logic of visuality, the stream of value can only be partly identified in the first place. Informational tracks transactions happen on a microscopic level. They can be a sub-vocalized moment of doubt. They're a sub-vocalized, not even vocalized, moment of hesitation. These tiny, minute hesitations in the flow of work. The purpose are, are signals of information deficits, but not on a gross level, on a microscopic level. And they are addressed like radar, more and more, deeper and deeper, deeper and deeper, deeper and deeper causes of motion addressed through visuality. This is what happens. I have seen it. I have been the... Um, the coach for many, many such successes, as has, as have our affiliates. So last week, I began to share a model for both assessing and implementing transformational change. I call it the three-column protocol. It's because it has three pieces. And I want to walk through this. We're now shifting over to the how part. And we will have enough time to walk through this. This is not really a scan. It really is a primer. It really is a lesson. It is a sharing of what I have learned. And if you work in a depot, do this. If you work in MROs, do this or at least try it. Try it, fail, learn, try it, fail less, learn, try it, succeed. If you work at Parker Hannafin, they already have it down. They have it down on such a complete level, they don't even have a model. They just always do the right thing. They have just a dynamite, dynamite operational system that is fluid and responsive to everything, to everything. And on top of that, they do it widely. Parker, we, get, we awarded Parker Hannafin a visual workplace <clears throat> um, award of the year several years ago 
we're thinking most especially about the one in Irvine, led by the great, the incomparable Kurt Williams. Kurt, if you're out there, my hat goes off to you. You're an incredible leader, and you did such a bang-up job. Oh, my God. And such fun, such fun. Totally flexible environment that became time-based because they cracked the code on information. It became a pull system. It was hard work, very good work. So we're sliding into our next break. We will uh, walk through the broad strokes of the uh, three-column protocol as soon as we come back and we'll start applying it. And I believe that you'll catch the flavor of it and the usefulness. I'll see you in just a moment. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back to the third segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace. I'm Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I'm really glad you joined us. So just before the break, we were making the transition from the what and the why to the how. We said that Lean is a premier maker, a remarkable Um, contributor to identifying and shrinking flow distance and flow time, defining the value stream. When we shrink flow distance, we automatically and in exact parallel, simultaneously, shrink time. Again, time is the lever and it is time that we want to remove so that the time that there is that is left is focused on creating value. 
in visuality, we are embedding information so that the information is with us, available at the point of use when and as we need it. Instantly, whoever we are, the purpose of visuality is to embed the gross and minute details of your operational system into the living landscape of work because those details are the work. They are the performance. This is bedrock. Hidden in plain sight, visual information sharing is the platform on which lean happens, on which work happens. But when lean cannot happen because of the absence of time as a lover, as in the depot environment, visuality can and will and will bring about high levels of operational transformation and sustain them and sustain them. Just a moment. I need a sip. So last week, I began rudimentary sharing of the three protocol models. The model, the three-column protocol separates the opportunity for improvement into three distinct sectors of contribution and outcome, time, information, values. Said another way, lean, visual, culture. Said another way, time, information, people. And yet another way, the what, the what, and the how. Lean the what, visual the what, culture the how. You have to do it through people. Did you catch that? Do you see the usefulness of this kind of protocol thinking through columns? When we implement either visual or lean, we are defining two process elements of an operational system, two leverage points, two systems, two paradigms, time and information. When we implement the cultural piece, we define how. How the people, us humans, are going to use each of those systems. And we want to make both of them very friendly, time and information. But in separating them, we get to consider each sector in isolation, and that is a benefit. So we can look at the individual impact, we can assess our own work environment, and we can say, is time accessible in this environment? If it is, then lean will have an impact. We can say, is information accessible in this environment? If it is not, then we need visual. The impact the connection is between what the what is, the actual state is, what the problem is, what the chronic condition is in your environment, and what outcome you want to change it. Both of these will impact our KPIs, especially when we, when we get good at this and we have a foundation in the depot, in this case, of visuality, we can start weaving in the two sectors. They fit together really nicely. There's three configurations of pairings and four, and I'll just name them now. You can do visual and culture, lean and culture, visual and lean, or the three of them. Visual, lean, and culture. You can pair visual and culture. You can pair lean and culture. You can pair visual and lean. 
that one you may question and perhaps we'll get to it in a moment. And then you can do all three. But the thing is, if you don't know your environment well enough, if you start with all three, and to my point, for example, lean is not an immediate possibility with an immediate impact or even an implementation pathway, boy, you're going to get discouraged. So it's important to assess the need for each separately and to assess their impact. Yes, of course they interface. Of course they interface synergistically. That's very, very true. I'm just thinking that I forgot to tell you about the mishmash, but I'll, ah, no, here it comes. Okay. I got the mishmash in my notes. I was looking for it in my notes. So, You've heard me say this before. If you let lean be everything, it then becomes anything. And anything is not a direction. If you let, let's say it again, if you let lean be everything, it then becomes anything. And anything is not an implementation direction. It's not a decision. It is not a targeted change. It's a mishmash. In far too many cases, we lose the precision and the leverage that is in these strategic paradigms because we apply them as a mishmash under the umbrella, God bless its name, continuous improvement. I love continuous improvement. You love continuous improvement. We all love continuous improvement. But if we don't make these hard distinctions between exactly what we are improving, what we need to improve, and how we do it, we get mashed potatoes with medium rare hanger steak rolled in and asparagus and tiramisu all mixed in the entire meal with maybe a glass of red wine, a nice Merlot, which we might mistake for gravy because it's all sitting in the center of some fancy china in a heap. It is food, yes, but an elegant, memorable repas, dinner experience, dining experience, not at all. The great thing is, because visuality is your operational language, the culture piece, the people piece of ownership and empowerment is already built in because we're talking about language. Answering questions, my questions, your questions. So visual automatically aligns with culture. You're really getting a double whammy. Visual and culture, it's very powerful. Yet, still... This will imp impact your bottom line. It still has a capability, capability of impacting your bottom line with a 50 to 30% increase in productivity, more value for the same dollars. Productivity, more value for the same dollars. So now let's talk about dealing with the low value, high mix work environment. We're going to begin with visual. Here's how. So, dare I say it again? Oh, all right, I'm going to say this again. You can throw something at me if you like. <laughs> if we rely on lean as the starting point for the transformation of low volume, high mix, our efforts will be blocked very quickly, and you already know why. Time is the enemy in an MRO or depot environment or high volume. Sorry, low volume, low volume, high mix. 
It is, in short, an irregular supply. You cannot use time as a lever. The best we can hope for in applying the lean paradigm to MROs is a sprinkling of 5S, some mini markets related to components with a tiny bit of pull, and we will celebrate that because it will look like progress. And a lot of CI, random improvement ideas that warm up but do not change the nature of the production system. If the site is aggressive, they'll attempt some scheduling boards and have some success. But of course, in doing so, they've crossed over. They are now in visual territory. So let's go there at a gallop to visual territory because this is the place to begin with the visual workplace. Another footnote, please notice I did not say visual management. Visual management is a management system. It is not a performance system. If it is reasonably effective, visual management can show you status and measures, and that's very important. It can show you happy or unhappy results. It can point to possible problems. Mm? And it will give you cause to celebrate because it will show you success. But it will not and it cannot change causality. It cannot make improvement happen. It cannot make, I should say, performance happen. It doesn't have that capability. Forget about it. It doesn't have that capability. Visual management is a misnomer. And it is grossly and incorrectly overused everywhere. That does us a disservice because we expect a show-and-tell system to change performance, to be dynamic. It is not. If you look at the full spectrum of visual workplace capability, visual management represents 10%, and and that's a generous 10%. I write about this this very month in June 2015 quite extensively in the target in a Target article. It came out about a week ago. Please get a hold of it. It's online, Target. It's called something like The Power of Seeing, but it is about visual management. It has my name on it, and it gives you the spectrum. We'll spend a, we'll spend a couple of shows on that. It changes nothing. Let's go instead at a gallop into the land of workplace visuality operator-led as the place to produce the changes needed to transform low-volume, high-mix into rational, intelligent operations by embedding information into the living landscape of work. So here we are in an overall section of an Air Force depot. Lots of regulations and lots of hard-working, dedicated employees, plus they are unionized. The floor is covered with pallets. Aisleways and walkways are visible. There's room for forklifts. Nevertheless, pallets are everywhere. So I'm going to leave you with that cliffhanger and go into our final break. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. We're in our fourth segment, our final segment, and we are right in the middle of a work area at an Air Force depot, a military depot. Pallets are everywhere. As a vi- and these pallets are filled with components. But as a visitor, we don't know what's on those components, what's on those pallets, or why? We don't know if they are recently arrived or long waiting. We don't know if they are complete or incomplete. We don't know the stage they are in. We don't know if everything that's supposed to be on that pallet is on that pallet. Is it complete? We don't know. We don't know anything. We don't know these details. But the tribe does. The tribe does. The tribe is the people who work there. The tribal chief is the supervisor. In fact, supervisors in such work settings are likely to be several, if not many. And they all know a piece. They are very, very valuable. Keep the tribal chief safe and keep him or her near at hand. We don't know the sequence of work. We don't even know what good means good work. We don't know, but the tribe does. And if there is a doubt or even a dispute, one of the tribal chiefs will handle it. But the one thing that there is not is time. It can be found nowhere. And where there is no time, there is no pull. It isn't that there is no sense of urgency, as I have often heard depots described. What could be more urgent than saving the life of a human through your work? As important as doctors and surgeons and nurses 
there is a sense of urgency, but there is no time, and therefore there's no pull. And over there inside that crib, there is a nice little pull system for component parts, and the tribe is very proud of it. But they know what the chief knows. That system could never work outside the crib, outside the parts crib. And what there is instead everywhere is information deficits, missing information and questions. Lots and lots of questions because that's what happens in an environment that is information starved. And depots are. Questions are the lifeline for getting the information you need to continue or to be safe. And all of that is the enemy. Motion, moving without working. I've been talking about that for five years. I'm sure you can give me back the litany. Motion. Motion is the symptom of missing information, moving without working, searching, asking, wondering, wandering, doubting, recounting, counting again, counting again. Let me mention that success in the slow-mo environment depends on the skill. A non-visual slow-mo work environment depends on the skill and expertise and the people who work there. It is a shop of artisans and artists. Fantastic. These men and women are excellent at their job, but there is no system to support them. The workplace doesn't speak. The workplace is mute. How to begin? This is how you begin. You begin by getting yourself and your operator team trained very, very well in visual workplace principles, practices, definitions, and concepts and study lots of excellent, I call them learning examples. Learn to see. Learn to see what is there. Learn to see, more importantly, what is not. You know, coincidentally, our best system for this, work that makes sense, operator-led visuality, is on sale. I didn't plan it. I didn't do it. But get trained in it. It's there. It's on demand. It's very affordable. Do not depend on lean to teach you about visual. Believe me, you won't understand why I'm making such a ruckus. You won't understand the power of visuality through the lens of lean. They don't get it. God bless them for their excellent work, but they don't get visuality. I've spent my life defining and codifying the field because I felt its power back in 1984 on the floor of a Toyota plant in Japan suddenly it hit me and everything changed the heavens opened so train yourself you must get the thinking the building blocks of the thinking you must understand motion and then select a narrow focus the best selection will be a specific value field a set of benches frequently you see that in an MRO environment some place to bring the pieces to if you're reassembling or disassembling some place to unpiece to unassemble the piece a set of benches would even be better. A bench is the center of the process of value, the value field. All of those pallets that surround the bench are simply waiting for pickup or for consumption. So do a bang-up job through your operators with the benches. Apply smart placement. Function plus location equals flow. 14 principles. Get that right. Nail the placement with the visual wear and then go deeper into visual functionality so you can tell merely by looking and you can tell the difference merely by looking. Do that in a blitz format. It can be a day, two days. It can even be three hours, once a week or twice a week. Everyone participates. No selection of elect, uh, an elite group of participants. Everyone. 
you can check out my newsletter article on March 18th and March 25th, 2015 for talking about visual inventiveness in a shared work environment. It's very, very good articles, very descriptive. It's also in my book, Work That Makes Sense, and it is definitely in the e-learning system for operators to understand about shared work environments. And in parallel, and this is very, very important, launch a macro-visual team. This is a team made up of ACE visual thinkers, engineers, technical support, CI specialists. This is a SWAT team, and they are going to be working in parallel, applying the principles and practices of visuality to the material flow. And, of course, that includes sorting out the location of materials within this vast model department, the palettes with all their unknown parameters, their secrets, their secret information, and their secret movements. The team will work on that fast and hard, but all the work will be on paper. You have to think through it, think through the constraints, map it out, map out the anomalies, use smart placement. This will save your sorry behinds. This is the answer, smart placement on a macro level in order to define the flow. Because there is flow. There is pacing, if not actual pull. But you must find it and capture that in the floor through your visual application. It will take time for the macro team to map out the macro flow and think through how to let the, work, the floor speak in broadcasting information about where things are, where they should go, and when they should be picked up, and when they've been delivered, etc. You're smart. You're super smart. What you lack right now is principles to hang your smartness on. You macro team. Work that in parallel. Equally, it will take time for operators, a unionized workforce, to agree to bring their minds and their hearts to the visual transformation of their benches. They'll be suspicious, of course. The discussion for a unionized, highly skilled workforce has to be smart enough. The challenge has to be to thinking, not to obeying. The training, the learning has to stimulate the imagination. That is why you need very, very excellent visual workplace training materials. Yes, we, yes it's true, we have them. This is important to me, success in the slow-mo environment that has been abandoned and neglected because the code has not been cracked on how to make that workplace sing. My heart goes out to all the efforts that have been made in depots to bring about transformation. And my heart also goes out to the lean guys who were not successful. You know, ignorance is just and I say that with great respect, I hope you believe me, is just a condition. It is cured by knowledge. It is simply cured. Ignosis. It's a, it's a Greek word. It doesn't mean stupid. It means you just don't know. And that's in part what this radio show is about, to bring the knowledge out. I hope this has helped you. I hope you see the difference between lean and visual in terms of time versus information. And understand them as equal, just like two wings of a bird. You need them both. But in this case, in the depot, low-mo environment, begin with visual and you will have a great victory. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I've had a wonderful time with you. 
today talking to you and feeling your understanding, feeling your thought, your intelligence, and I look forward to the next time. Let the workplace speak. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening.